Hey, welcome to the Quiet Rebel podcast. I'm Lynn Thurman. And I'm Paul Thurman. And today we have Jackie Frazier with us on our podcast. So welcome, Jackie. Thank you for coming from all the way from America to be with us today. Well, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> it's our pleasure. So um, for people who don't know you, tell us a little, little bit about yourself. What, what do you do? Where are you at? Okay, I am in the United States, in Kentucky, in a little small rural area called Pineville, Kentucky, which is in the Appalachian and Pine Mountains. And here I am a massage therapist, and I try to incorporate a lot of different things into my massage business, such as healing touch, I've done some EFT, I recently incorporated some micropoint stimulation. Oh, wow. Really like doing a lot of herbs and essential oils. Is there um, much of a need for um, your kind of massage service in Kentucky? Well, the massage therapy itself is starting to pick up. It's been a long road to get there, but it has started picking up. Um, the other things that I incorporate, they're coming along slowly. <laughs> Are you meeting resistance? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I still have people say, well, is, you know, massage really on the up and up? <laughs> I'm a big fan of your writing, Jackie. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your blog and how you get some of your ideas and such. Well, the blog is new. I recently just started it, uh, I think last year about this time. I don't have a really big following at this time, but um, honestly, and I have slacked in the last several months on making posts to the blog, but I just love writing. I get my ideals from my grandchildren, from nature, just, um, being outdoors and I may look at a tree and it may give me an idea, you know, for a story. <laughs> Excellent. So you wrote for us for the Monday Morning Soul Misses and, you know, we loved your story. It was just, you know, it was a beautiful story to include. And so how long have you been writing? You said your blog's quite new, but are you new to writing as well? Well, actually, I've been writing off and on a little bit since I was a teenager. Um, there used to be a magazine, which I think it's still out there. It's called Grit, G-R-I-T magazine. And I wrote a couple of stories and got those, got published in Grit uh, as a teenager. Oh, wow. I've always loved journaling, so I've always done that. And of course, in college, I had to write stories, some which were fun, some which were not. <laughs> <laughs> so I just really like writing. And I have a granddaughter, she's 13, and she also loves to read and write like I do. So we get together and face time and talk about stories that we're trying to write. And so I was telling her the other day about being invited to write for the Mystic Rebel magazine. <laughs> so I was telling her about the story that I'd already sent in and you know that I would need to do four per year. And she says, wow, Mama, you really are a published author already. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. 
(laughs) Having a 13 year old granddaughter, does she find it therapeutic to write? Is Is there therapy attached to that? She does. She actually has um, cerebral palsy. Mm. It's not really severe. Mostly it just affects her walking. So she, you know, cannot participate in a lot of activities. So her therapy is the reading and the writing. That's really good because so many kids these days turn their backs on reading and writing for computer games and videos and whatnot so it's almost a dying art these days that is true in which she does you know play a few games online but her thing is the reading and writing she's written a couple of fan fictions for books that she's read so she's really proud that she's done that and she has a little story going that she's trying to write related to a little girl named Hope that has similar disabilities like she does. Oh, it sounds, that sounds really good. Like there should be more kids writing for kids out there, I think. I think so too. Oh, and of course you must bond with your granddaughter over the writing because having a shared love of writing. We do, and a lot of times she'll tell me, she says, well, I think sometimes I try to write toward the dark side. (laughs) I'll make up all these really weird dark stories and tell them to, I don't think you need to write those. (laughs) So your blog is um, My Magical Cabin because, I mean, you do, you live in a magical cabin. It's amazing, the photos that you've shown me. What inspired you to write about magic in particular? I think it's mostly due to my spiritual walk. I'm always trying to look for the magic in things, not to just go around looking at the mundane things going on around me every day. I want to see the magic in those things because I think if we really look hard enough, that we can see magic all around us and we can incorporate magic into everything that we do. We just got to have the mindset to see and do. Mm, Exactly. It must be easier for you being in such a gorgeous location as well to, um, to see what, what most of us who are in a city, you know, don't see every day. It's a lot harder for us to appreciate the magic around us when, Everything is so um, built up, fast-paced, urbanized. So do you think your surroundings help you? I think it helps really a lot. Plus, being a Virgo, I am very nature-oriented. So just being outdoors, walking in the mountains and through the trees and along little gravel paths, you know, that just really fills my soul. (laughs) with a lot of magic and a lot of energy and peace and I try to incorporate that into my writing yeah it really comes over it really does I mean I love I'm I'm looking forward to be able to share your next story with the Mystic Rebel magazine because it's you know it's just good (laughs) really good So um, where are you going to go from here? Because you're writing in the Mystic Rebel magazine. Thank you. 
and you've been in the Monday Morning Soul Message, you've been published in a magazine when you were a teen, so what's next on your writing journey? I don't have any set plans other than to get on a more regular schedule of writing, um, more regular schedule of posting on my blog, and I'm just going to see where it leads. Where would you like it to go? I would like it to eventually to end up in some published books, um, most likely fiction books, short stories. Mm. That would be good. And the way you, you have everything so magical and you have such a, um, a positive attitude about everything, it, it would be really good for you to like write a book just um, kind of sharing that positive attitude with everyone. That sounds good. <laughs> so in Kentucky, we're we're over here in England, but we kind of um, are aware that there are parts in the US where magic and even like massage therapy isn't keenly accepted. Do you do you come across any kind of hostility? Not really hostility, just more leeriness. Mm. Um, and it's the same with the spiritual issues, the magic, the massage. Um, I live in what's called the Bible Belt. Mm. So they look at this as kind of being... Um, I don't really want to say evil, <laughs> but close to being evil. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, anything that's outside of their belief is wrong. Yeah. And you shouldn't be doing it. And so it's just hard to change that mindset sometimes. So I just try to let the mindset occur naturally. When I, like, when I first started my massage business, I probably had two clients for six months, you know. And, but then when people seen that everything was on the up and up, then the word began to get out, you know, and my clientele began to build. Mm. And as far as like my spiritual path, um, I don't go out and advertise my spirituality but I think that it brings people to me that share my beliefs. Yeah. You know, it's like I cross paths with other people that have the same mindset. So it's not like I'm having to go out here and say, oh, this is what I am and you need to accept me. I think I will find those people. And even, this is kind of funny, I think all the time I'll be doing a massage and I'll have a person on there that is, really big into their Christianity belief mm. and so I'm doing this massage and this person you know they come back you know month after month and night month and I'm thinking I wonder how they would feel if they knew that they were getting a massage by a lady that proclaims herself to be a witch <laughs> <laughs> they would probably get off the table and run really <laughs> yeah probably wouldn't do your business any good Jackie <laughs> So I've kind of learned, you know, I said, 
like in my decor for my massage business. I've learned, you know, just to keep everything simple and not to put anything in there. It's going to make people, you know, wonder. And for a long time, I sort of did the same thing in my home because if we had company, you know, I thought, well, I don't really want to step on any toes. But recently, I have incorporated into my little writing area. I put a lot of my spiritual things, my crystals, my witches that I collect, my tarot cards. You know, I have all those surrounding me as I work. <laughs> that way, when someone comes into my home, you know, they're in my home. So I should be able to put out, I feel like, what I want in my own home without, you know, insulting others. Yeah. That's fair enough. Okay. Do you ever get any questions about it? Um, no. <laughs> Not so far. <laughs> I, mean, I did have my grandchildren for a couple of weeks, and one of them brought his friend. And I have a lot of stuff. Um, we have a little open loft bedroom, and I have an altar up there. And I have a lot of my stuff on there. And he takes his friend up there, and he comes back down, and he says, Memo, I told my friend that you are a witch. <laughs> and I said, and why did you do that? He said, because he was curious about all that stuff on your dresser. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so. Would your advice be to other uh, witches in like the Bible Belt area to kind of like be yourself all, at all times? You don't, but maybe be yourself more at home. I am trying to be myself more in public without, you know, just jumping up and saying, this is what I do and this is what I am. Mm. I try to put the energies out there so that people will sort of feel those energies and they will think, well, I don't know what, exactly what it is about her, but she is different and I like it. <laughs> yeah, then you kind of let people make their own mind up. You do. Going back to your massage therapy, how did you get started in that? Well, I really got started in two, the year 2000. Mm. And I just before getting into the massage therapy, I had got into using a lot of different herbs and saw the great benefits that you could get from using herbs and not having to use medications prescribed from the doctor. And I kept thinking, well, there's got to be more that I can incorporate other than just the herbs. And I had been reading quite a bit about massage. And I talked it over with my husband. And he said, well, you know, there's no one in this area that does massage. And you know the belief of massage in this area. And so I thought, well, there's my cue. You know, I need to be the first one. <laughs> so I need to step outside the box, not be afraid, take a chance. And so I actually started driving five hours every weekend one way to go to massage school wow and i did that for six months and got my certification and actually drove like an hour one way every day to a different town that was close to us that had a chiropractor and started working out of his office and mm -hmm. done that for several years 
and then we ended up moving and when we moved um i knew i still wanted to do the massage but i was also working as a administrative assistant in a children's advocacy center so i cut back to the massage part-time and my husband and i decided that um instead of trying to rent a place in town that I would just try to build a little building to host my massage business in. Yeah. So he and I bought all the stuff. We built it from the ground up, done all the plumbing, all the electrical work, all the landscaping and decor. And as I was building, or as we were building this building, my thought was, um, well, what about if nobody comes? If they're not willing to go the extra distance and drive out of town to come to where I'm located. Mm. And then I thought about a movie that I'd watched and it's called Field of Dreams with Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, in the movie, he this mysterious voice tells him to build it and they will come. Yeah. So that became my mantra while I was building this. Um, just build it and they will come and they have. Wow. wow. Is that where you're at in the moment? That's your your business is your is out on your land? Yes. I can look out my front window and see my massage building and I can walk there in like one minute. <laughs> so it's and how long does it usually take? They see the mountains and we have a pond and they see that. So they start relaxing even before they walk through the door. So how long does it take people to come from town to get to you? I am located kind of right between two small towns. One town, it's like 15 minutes. The other's like 30 minutes. Oh, so but I also have people that drive for an hour. Wow. to me. Wow. Are you still the only um, massage therapist in your town? There was another lady that was doing massage therapy here, um, but she recently closed her business. So right now, yes, I'm the only one. Oh, again. Wow. You're a trendsetter, Jackie. (laughs) Pioneer. (laughs) Well, I've always kind of been one of those. (laughs) <laughs> are you have you got any plans to expand that side of your business or are you going to spend more time focusing on your writing no plans to expand the massage business i think i've got it to the point to where i want it to stay uh, but i do definitely want to expand my writing and really i guess kind of i want to cut back on some of my hours at doing the massage my husband recently retired, so I want to spend a little more time with him. Mm-hmm. We want to get out and do a little more in nature. We recently just took a two-day camping trip at the lake, which was really nice. <laughs> and so, of course, that would always be, you know, great locations to get stories and yes. to help expand the riding. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, well, Jackie, it's been great talking to you. Where can people find more about you and your writing? My Magical Cabin mm-hmm. blog. I also have um, my Magical Cabin Facebook page. Okay. And then also I have a Facebook page for my massage, which is Massage by Jackie. Cool. So you're scattered over the internet. 
<laughs> but if people are interested in learning more about you, which they should be, you're a very talented writer, then if they go to, is it My Magical Cabin? Yes. Either uh, Google it or go to Facebook to find your Facebook page. Yeah. So thank you so much for your time today, Jackie. It's been wonderful talking to you and learning a little bit more about you and your life and yeah, your pioneer trailblazing massage therapy business. <laughs> and definitely keep on writing because you are really magical with your writing. Well, thank you. I plan to. <laughs> Thank you. So, and thank you everyone for joining us today and listening in. And until next time, bye bye. Bye bye.